everyone. Welcome to the Living Fearless podcast. This is the live version of the podcast brought to you by resurrectministry.com. He's Andy. I'm Hedia. We're in Yorba Linda, California. <laughs> Please come and visit our website, resurrectministry.com, where you'll find all of our content. And we are soon going to put up the Manly podcast, too, because you're doing an amazing job on that Manly really? podcast. Yes. I'm learning so much. Are you? I am. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm, did I'm, episode three earlier today. Yes. And so mm. you'll be able to find those for now on your Facebook page. Yeah, Facebook or YouTube. You can go to the Andy Falco Show uh, the, YouTube channel. Yes. That's where you find them for now. AndyFalcoShow.com. AndyFalcoShow.com. Thank you for the plug. You're welcome. You did such a great job on that introduction. Yeah, it was a little bit all over the place, but okay. <laughs> See, it's not that easy. It's not. See, it's, 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 this is work. This is so hard. All right. We're reading from. It's a labor of love, Schnooks. <laughs> yes, it is. We're reading from, oh, I got all kinds of stuff coming up here. Uh, Smith Wigglesworth devotional for six more days. And then we are done with Smith Wigglesworth. I don't know Can you believe it's keep, been a year? I don't know if we should keep announcing that because what do we don't? What if we don't know? What? Gonna, well, then we'll just read the Bible from cover to cover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the daily. Yeah, That'd probably be the best thing for people. That's right. Actually, there was a girl that used to do that. It used to be called the Daily Bread. Oh, really? Yeah, it was awesome. She used to do it very um, animated. Mm. It was great. Well, then we'd have to change the title of our. Our show. Yeah. Living Fearless Daily Reading of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Smith Wigglesworth for July 10th. The title is The Life of God Within Us. Uh, the reference is John 1 3 that says, All things were made through him. The scripture reading for today is Galatians 3 1 through 14. Smith says, All was made by the word. I am begotten by his word. There is a substance within me that has almighty power in it, and I dare to believe, if I dare to believe. Faith goes on to be an act, a reality, a deposit of God, an almighty flame moving me to act so that signs and wonders are manifested. Are you begotten, Hedia? Yes. Okay. Is faith, is faith an act within you? Some need a touch. Some are captives and need liberty. As many as Jesus touched, as many as Jesus touched were made perfectly whole. Faith takes you to the place where God reigns and you drink from God's bountiful store. Unbelief is sin. For Jesus went to death to bring us the light of life. His life is manifested, power overflowing. We must decrease if the life of God is to be manifested. There is not room for two kinds of life in one body, death or life. That is the price to pay for the manifested power of God through you. As you die to human desire, there comes a fellowship within perfected cooperation, you ceasing, God increasing. God in you is a living substance, a spiritual nature. You live by another life, the faith in the Son of God. 
as the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus. He is real, the living word, effective, acting, speaking, thinking, praying, singing. Oh, it is a wonderful life, this substance of the word of God, which includes possibility and opportunity, which confronts you, bringing you to a place undaunted. Jesus has given us power over all the power of the enemy. He won't, he he won it, sorry. He won it for us at Calvary. All must be subject to his power. What should we do to work the works of God? This is the work of God that you believe. Whatsoever he says will come to pass. That is God's word. We must remain in a strong, resolute resting on the authority of God's word. We must have one great desire and purpose, to do what he says. <laughs> we must live in this holy word, rejoicing in the manifestation of the life of God on behalf of the sick and perishing multitudes. Amen. It's funny that he says manifestation. Thought for today. I have a living faith within my earthly body. Just this manifest idea of manifestation. Wasn't what didn't Jack talk about that today? Oh. Yeah, I mean he didn't use the word manifestation, no. but definitely meant the same thing. Oh, okay. I thought there was not something today. Not as much as transformation, transformation. reconciliation. Hmm. All right. So there, other than there being a lot of commas in this particular devotional, they're everywhere. <laughs> that made it so hard to read. Um, um, what, do you, uh, what grabs you out of uh, the life of God within us? Uh, the other expression that Pastor Jack referred to, it's so it's understanding the concept that God had this plan from the beginning of creation knew we were going to sin, wanted, um, sent down the Old Testament law, gave them an opportunity to see they couldn't abide by the law because those who live by, because living by the law is death because nobody can live up to it. And then after all of that trial and tribulation for hundreds of years, if you know, like 1500 years, then he says, now you're ready for me to send my son who's going to die for your sins so that you could finally reach perfection, be reconciled to me through your faith in him and the indwelling of the Holy spirit. And then you're going to come back to me. Like he lays out this very, God has laid out this very elaborate plan. Mm -hmm. And it makes you think why? Yeah. Like, why did, why did he go through all that trouble? Why didn't he just, Kill Eve and create another one. Factory recall. <laughs> Next. You know? It's, it's, uh, yeah, he didn't want robots mm -hmm. in eternity. He, he created us in his image because ultimately he wanted us to come back. It's really deep when you think about it, it you is. know? It's just, it, it carries forward from our conversation yesterday where we like, well, we're just wretched sinners, and why would God want us? And God wants us because we look like him. It really has nothing to do with us. He <clears throat> wants us reconciled because we're almost like we're, we're pieces of him. We are in his image, and therefore he wants it back unto himself. 
It's crazy. Right. It's it's almost like it's the same is the same reason. Why do we take it so personally if one of our kids goes wayward? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, my God, that person's carrying my name out there. Right. Like if he goes and like kills somebody or does something crazy, right. everyone's going to be like, isn't that hideous kid? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's like, it's almost like that's what God's saying is that I created you. The angels were like, why did you create them when they're going to wreak havoc on the earth? And and so he wants to bring us back because we look like him and went through this very elaborate and people are like, well, why did, you know, wh- there's so much uh, death and destruction in the world. How could there be a God? Well, if he made it all mandatory, then it wouldn't be by choice that we come back. We'd all be like drones or robots, mindless right. people that were forced to be obedient. And he didn't want that. He didn't want that either. And I, I think also the Bible also points out that each person has a slightly different gift or yes a combination Gifting. of gifts and everybody has their strength and, and that so there there's still a variety as much oh, as yeah. we, we we tell people you know it, it sounds like you want me to be brainwashed by the bible or by god and well no we want you to believe in god we want you to understand who god is and who jesus christ is and that he died on the cross yeah but you have no way of predicting what's going to happen after yeah. that <laughs> yeah like all bets are off after that <sighs> there's no robotic action after that you just every day you wake up you have no idea what's going to happen right because every life is different you got a lot of different you know, number of children we have some people have children some people don't have children but you got to follow it, it it doesn't matter an adventure the the manual covers it all whether you're single, married, married with kids, married without kids, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, mixed families. What are we called? Blended. Blended family. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot that. Blended families. I mean, there's all sorts, right? And so, yeah, it, it, it really speaks to that, you know, he wants us in where we are and who we are to choose him. Yes. But then once we choose him, the rest is all him. So we don't have to get our our, our drawers in a ruffle. That, <laughs> I was going to say uh, panties in a bind. Yeah, that we, oh, no, I'm not worthy. You know, what's going to happen? It's all, it's all him. We're in his image. So he's like, oh, as long as you latch on, just hook on by your faith, I'm going to do the rest. I'm going to transform you. And then that's what... I love that we learned today in church was that he doesn't save us for us to stay horrible sinners. He transforms us so that we're perfected back to him. You know, he can't accept sin or um, blemishes once we reach heaven. So once we get the glorified body and stuff, everything is purified and the more purification we get on earth, the greater the the glory in um, in heaven. But he didn't, he doesn't leave. Like there's this impression, and Muslims say this all the time, that, oh, because of your salvation, you think you could be wretched sinners and you guys can do horrible things all the time. No, you cannot. <laughs> like even the slightest sin and you feel guilty about it because the Holy Spirit convicts you. Yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, Kyle in the CV. Hey, good evening. Good evening. What denomination of Christianity compelled you to share the good word online? Actually, we are of no denomination. We're just 
two people following Jesus. Non-denominational. Non-denominational. Um, you're, well, I have something else to say, but I wanted to talk about what you just talked about, what you just said, in that Jack and I, not Jack, Pastor Jack, but Jack, our, one of our friends at church, he and I were talking about, um, isn't it interesting, and I don't know how we got on the subject, but you just reminded me of it anyway, but the, the main crux was that, you know, we've had wild lives, both well, Jack and I, and then you and I, we talked about this, I think a little bit yesterday too, mm-hmm. is that we had, there were times where we had really amazing things happen that were good, mm-hmm. uh, that we experienced, maybe even lives we've saved by our work, you know, um, and the satisfaction of doing that. Yes. And Jack and I were talking about, isn't it funny though? that there was also that sinful time of having fun, right? It seemed like fun at the time, but there was, there was some level of debauchery that did not, did, did not um, have a positive impact on your overall life. That, I don't that think it ever has a positive the, impact. Those few moments, right, where you're thinking, wow, that was really fun doing X, Y, or Z, whatever that was. Yeah, but what kind of destruction did it cause that was long-term? And that is what it means to live with God now is that we don't make those choices any longer. Just the simply, really bad ones. Yeah, just simply having fun, like like the debauchery that we read about in the Bible of, uh, you know, of, was it Gollum or what's what's the, the city? Uh, just before they fl- he flooded the city. Everybody was having fun. You know, oh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, that, you know, I'm sure they're having a good time, right? But none of it led to anything good. As a matter of fact, they all died. Yes. Right? <laughs> because of what they were like doing. Because the of their, yes. you, you know what I mean? And so he and I were talking to say, yeah, that, I mean, but isn't it better now? And both of us agreed. And I said, yes, because we, we have the same, what we, what we call fun and and positive things that happen in our life that we enjoy greatly without the negative outcome. Yeah. Because we're following uh, God. Or the other kind of fun ends horribly. And you watch people yeah. like we got to do on, on 4th of July. You watch them, you're like, you know, you're really happy right now in about an hour. <laughs> Two hours at most, you are going to feel wretched. Right. You know, you will yeah. question everything that you said. You will question how you behaved. God knows it may get actually worse yeah. once we've once we're gone, you know. <laughs> and it's just a, it's a really interesting feeling to not. Um, it's very grateful, just a blessed feeling. Yeah, not to be in that position. To go home and be proud of spending time with God in a in a a not so godly place. Yes, and then waking up the next morning and like let's go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome it is and so now bringing me to the back to the devotional which i think we were in the devotional but just in case um these words right here reminded me of the discussion i had on my fearless man podcast uh here it says is faith an act within you and then asking the question is faith an act within am i in in my faith am i am i acting in faith Am I acting as if I have faith in God? 
Am I acting as if I understand that Jesus lives? Am I acting as if the Bible is a living document of his life? Right? Yeah, what's well, so, so funny? I'm, I'm distracted. <laughs> By something that somebody wrote? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to get it out of my head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then there's Great a second part. There is not room. Oh. Yeah, then down here where it says there is not room for two kinds of life in one yes. body, death or life. That is the price to pay for the manifested power of God through you. Yes, you give, as, you kill that old right. life. As you die to human desire, there comes a fellowship within, perfected cooperation. You ceasing, God increasing. And so when I was talking earlier about guarding my heart, it is that that's where all of that really begins to take place is that I've made these, these, these decisions to guard my heart because I want to put that old man to death. And it's an, it's an act of putting that man to death, yes. making those decisions on a daily basis. Amen. What I, what I look through, look at what I look at with my eyes, what I listen to in my ears and where my feet take me, Amen. where my heart takes me in, in just choosing Choosing that was God. my favorite part of your podcast. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Thank you. And, but it's an act. And that's when I it's go back conscious up. conscious choice. Yeah, when I go back up to where is faith an act within you and then drop down to that, that's where that act takes place. Hallelujah. As soon as you open your eyes in the morning. Yes. And asking God, what is it you, you want me to do for you today? Yes. First thing in the morning. <laughs> Yeah. Kate says, good afternoon. She loved Jack's oops, she loved Jack's sermon today. He was fire yes, today. Was he awesome. he was really on fire. Everybody in the first service when we were walking into the church was like, Oh, you're gonna love it, man. Today was <laughs> awesome. So yeah, he was just on point. Oh, uh, we can't read Kyle's. But uh, thank you for sharing, Kyle. Thank you for sharing, Kyle. But as long as you're was... married. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even if you're married. Not even if you're married? No. What? It's forbidden. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> anywho. <laughs> sometimes, Kyle. It has something to do with Sodom and Gomorrah. And <laughs> sometimes we don't realize these things until later. Mm. So what? we'll leave it at that. What's that? Um. We don't realize the, we don't have regret until um, we're convicted. Mm. It's a conviction that brings regret. Otherwise, we usually don't have regret. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's the Holy Spirit in, in convicting you that suddenly makes you look back and be like, oh, no, some of those things were really bad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. I know in particular... Instances with you where I'm like, do you uh, really, you really don't think badly about it? You're like, no, I had a blast. And I was like, uh, okay. Uh, Galatians 3, 1 through 14. Oh, foolish Galatians. <laughs> Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? 
Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Therefore, he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed for believing with Abraham. For as many as are works of the law are under the curse, for for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in things which are written in the book of the law to do them, meaning the curse comes from not following the law. So if you swear to live by the law and you do not abide by the law, you are cursed. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident, for the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not a faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become the curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I love that where he's like, uh, did you not see miracles? Did you not come by faith? Now why are you saying you're going to be blessed by the law? Like, why would you go backwards? Yes, for sure. John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. Luke 10.19. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall be any means hurt you. That's scripture we should take to heart. Nice. I give you power to trample serpents and snakes. Why are you whispering? I don't know. <laughs> um, Kyle's another good question. Uh, I'll make sure I click on the right one. <laughs> what made you two land on this God thing and this religion? Long. This God and this religion. As if Long. there's another God. Road. I see capitalized God. Yes. Long road. Worshipping different gods, too, actually, for me. Uh, it's, uh, but you just, when you have a miraculous encounter with Jesus Christ, your life has never be the same. You just can't deny his existence once he reveals himself to you. So that's how I came to Christ after being a devout Muslim for 22 plus years. And, uh, I know it's truth with all my being, the certainty, the certainty of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, and where I go when I die. Oh, the greatest thing ever. Well, being I was raised a Catholic and then went agnostic and then searched around, made up my own religion for a little while. And then That's I'm going to say part. that I'm somewhat lucky that I landed in Christianity, yes. not having the knowledge that I do now. I could have ended up in anything. I could end up in Scientology. I could have ended up. I read the Agape. book Dianetics. Yeah. Dianetics. Dianetics. Um, What's the around. name of your religion again? Uh, Moyedo. Moyedo. <laughs> Mind of my own. Mind of your own. Moyedo. There's a do. I don't know. There's more in there. Uh. I forget. I forget the whole thing. Um, but isn't it fortunate that I did not end up in this any one of like any of the cults? 
Yeah, and lucky uh, you. I, I didn't miss the cult. I, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's been it, a long time in a cult. Just naively, I, I, well, probably not. I mean, obviously, God worked in, in my life. He had set some seeds with certain people. It, it was all planned, but not realizing I was in the right faith until most recently. I'd been walking around the church for 20 some odd years, and then it was only three years ago or so that Jesus revealed himself and said, Okay, stop playing around now. Stop playing around. <laughs> and so, Kyle, busy. that that's how it is. But also, what Jack, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs said today was was also amazing. And then, how do you know you're in the right religion when when Jesus reveals Himself in everything? He's on our money. God is on our money. Um, I mean, He's everywhere. And when He was talking about that, when you hit your hand with a hammer, you don't say Muhammad. <laughs> you don't say, oh, you know, Buddha. You, you say, Jesus. geez, or, or gosh darn, but not gosh. And, and so the, it's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Our, our, our calendar is, is, is what it is because of Jesus' birth. I mean, you just can go on and say that it's, there's no reason to believe in anything else. Hmm. It's the one true religion. He cracked me up. Uh, Kate said, "What? I would struggle with standing on an Aussie tiger snake." <laughs> are they? Are they? I wonder if they're huge. I thought you would know that already. Aussie tiger snake. I, I got to tell you, I've not heard of an Aussie uh, tiger. Really? Snake. I know a lot about snakes. You do. I've, I've you know snakes. a lot about everything. I know a green mamba and black mamba. Those are very dangerous snakes. They're, they are. They 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 probably laugh at our rattlesnake. They go rattlesnake snakes. It's like a bee sting. Oh. Green mamba or black mamba, they that's killer. But I don't I don't know. Aussie tiger snake. I bet you they're pretty bad. Um now with Kyle, we have to read it first before we bring it up. What is it? It was good, okay. really nice. <laughs> Go ahead. You two are the most same religious people I've communicated with online. <laughs> you don't hate you actually have genuine conversations. So thank you. Oh, You're very welcome. kind. Thank you, Kyle. That's, uh, that's Maybe it's because we're not religious. We yeah. just love Jesus. That's important. Yeah. Religious people can be crazy. Yes. Kate says. He leads and guides us out of religion into relationship. Right. Amen. Right. Absolutely. And she says, they kill you pretty quickly. Not relationship. This is the snake. Snake. We're jumping around topics here, folks. <laughs> Does the snake kill you with poison or with squeezing? Like a boa constrictor. Could a boa squeeze you too? Please? Absolutely. Really? Oh my gosh! Yes. Wow. If if yeah, if you got you, you got the jump on you and got wrapped around you, as you're trying to get the snake off the right, you know, the large boa constrictor. Yeah. As you're trying to get it off, he's finding he's like an MMA wrestler, like a professional. If you move left, he goes, "Oh, I got you now." Or if you move right, "Oh, I got you now." It doesn't matter. The boa constrictor wraps and himself. And it's up. just like in wrapping, it's so tight you can't get it you loose. Can't breathe. Can't you? I thought you it only does it in Your brother ever sit on you when you're yes. a kid to where Often. you can't breathe? Yes. Yeah. It's like that, only worse. Wow. Uh, poison. poison. Interesting. Yeah, I got to look that snake up. Make sure I don't step on one. They're not in your blender, are they? No. <laughs> I don't suspect so. So let me ask you this. So, with in, uh, Kyle's question in mind, at what point 
did you realize that you were, as you took your head cover off because you got frustrated with the faith, the, the Islam, Islam um, and realized that he wasn't the true God. At what point did you realize that Christianity was the, and in, in that relationship with God was the true God and the, in the only faith to follow? What, what was the, what was the moment that that happened? Well, when I heard him tell me he was God. Which, and you were following, you were already watching some. Right. I was watching videos message. and I didn't believe it really? by just watching the videos. That's what I mean. No. When I, when I watched the videos, I was fascinated. And I thought to myself, wow, if this is true, this is awesome. But I felt like I was a sincere enough worshiper of God that he would tell me. And he did. Why do you suppose that with me, he waited 25 years? <laughs> well, and with you, he waited whatever what it was, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. You want me to really answer yes. that? Um, I had the discipline of a worshiper. I was a very devout worshiper. And, and God just... Even without the, the all your faith in it, you were worshiping in hopes that you were following the, the correct God? Right, right. Okay. God knew my heart. God knew my sincerity and said, this poor thing is just worshiping. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's almost like... Uh, uh, like a kid that wants to learn a sport, like they're trying to learn soccer with a hockey stick. And you're looking over them, you're like, oh, poor thing. Thinks he's going to learn how to play hockey that way. You know what I mean? Like, that I, I really believe that God felt, um, knew my sincerity, knew my heart, knew that. You've already been I, through enough. Right. And that is just, it was the right set of circumstances for him to be able to be like, ah, she's done here. And she's prepared to hear the truth now. But it didn't take long because he knew that he would just have to say the word. And I would believe. And the reason I ask is because kind of, you know, I've told my story enough, but there's, there's people watching, I'm sure, like Kyle, that, you know, he's, he has all these questions about religion, about these people that believe in stuff. And, and thankfully he appreciates our way of talking about it but to know that sometimes it'll just grab you and again i i thought i was i thought i was walking with god i i kind of thought i was but i also probably knew that i wasn't you had to know. i know but i wasn't willing to admit it yes the inside talk was we re revealed it but my outside talk i heard the outside talk <laughs> when we first met i still heard the outside Wait, talk but yeah, you still hadn't reconciled the two. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's okay. God will forgive you. Yeah. Uh, so a switch, a flip, a but switch there is, and flip there for is, sure. Yeah, there yeah. is a moment that it comes. And so you have to understand, Kyle, and anybody else that might be watching or listening on the podcast, is that as you are coming to us to listen to see what we have to say about it, whether you have any intention on actually following God, the one and only God, true God, and the only true book, the, the living book of the Bible, is that just stick with it and don't stop watching and maybe watch other people. That, that, that Can I answer Kyle's question too? Yep. 
Cal says, how do you both feel? I can only answer for myself that uh, have deep beliefs in other gods, religions who think they're on the right path. And, you know, we get asked this a lot. And actually a gay friend of ours asked us, well, you think being gay is a sin. What if I don't? And the most important thing about what we believe is that we would love for as many people as possible to come to Christ because we believe he is the way to salvation. So God wishes that none would perish um, and that everyone would come to saving faith. So that is our heart, but it is not our job. We aren't the ones that do it. Uh, our, our job is simply to share the gospel. You choose to accept it. Anybody chooses to accept it. It's not our responsibility. God is not going to turn around and be like, whoa, that was a really crappy job you just did on John. Had you... Had you talked to him a little more clear, he would have believed, you know, yeah. it's just, it's literally just stepping out in faith for us being able to demonstrate to God. I love you so much. I really believe in this. I want to share it. But people's salvation is not dependent on other people. Full stop. It is not dependent on me and Andy's evangelism. So that's why we, it's, we will share what we believe to be the truth, but ultimately it's all in God's hands. But God does call us to, or not call us. He does instruct us not to be crazy about, not to be crazy eyes. Right. And, and not to be lunatics about sharing the faith. Exactly. Just share it as it is. Our, our testimony is one of those, the most important things that we can share. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and a word I of think. our testimony. Yeah. Very good. That's a pretty good explanation. Uh, Chris says. <laughs> you can't negotiate with God. He knows for every dark secret and loves you anyway. Yeah. Amen. I love that. And thank you for uh, commenting from LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. Look That's at awesome. that. Cool. We appreciate that. And he says, also, Chris also says, the only person that can keep you from Jesus is you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 100%. Kate says. As a Catholic, I had my saints and personal font to bless myself. Thank God he broke through all those rituals. Mm. Amen. Yeah. He'll break through through all kinds of walls to come chasing after us. And uh, he'll never kick you out. That's the awesome part. Uh, Pastor Jack made the analogy of kids today, like we say, to that people have had to say to their children before, like, get out. I'm changing the locks. You're on your own. He says, God never says that to us. No matter how many times we act terribly and foolishly, he never kicks us out. Yeah. He's amazing. He is amazing. And, oh, I already read that one. You already read one now. Um, I had another question for you. Uh-oh. Oh my gosh, it just slipped my mind. Just, it was about the God that Muslims uh, worship. Mm -hmm. What, if he's not the true God, who is he? What is he? Is it anything Ma that's Muhammad? No, anything that's not of God is demonic. Oh. It's either of, it's, it's either light or it's dark. Yeah, and that's not the binary. Thing. You word. wouldn't lead with that when I trying to bring a lead. Muslim to Christ. I would not lead with that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pedophile. He's uh, yeah, a devil. No, 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 no. I don't lead with any of that. 
I actually, to tell you the truth, I, I don't, I, I was a follower of Muhammad for so long. I can't even, I, to do that is just, it's just rude. You know what I mean? But uh, it's just like Buddha. Like, why insult Buddha? People think he was a spiritual guy, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, why why be destructive that way? I always tell people, I do not think you need to, to insult somebody else's faith to prove the majesty of Christ. The majesty of Christ is that no other man god or or person walk the earth that promise that claim to be god and promise salvation and had 66 books of the bible without a single inconsistency that fulfilled 300 plus prophecies that spanned 3000 years and has archaeological sociological historical records written within 60 years of jesus's death no other religious manuscript has that kind of proof attached to it uh, uh, that speaks for itself. Not only that, their God is dead. What do you mean? Buddha is dead. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> Buddha isn't supposed to be a God. Buddha was supposed to be a prophet Your that follower. was teaching but, enlightenment. What about Muhammad? He was a prophet, not God. Is he dead? Muhammad's dead. Yes. But Allah's not dead to them. <laughs> but Jesus lives. But Jesus lives. Empty tomb. Kyle says? I'm going to bed shortly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm atheist and went to Catholic school from K to 12. I feel like you'd be great neighbors, respecting everyone's opinions and beliefs. Thanks for the great conversation and keep up what you're doing. Thank Thank you, Kyle. Kyle. God bless. Yeah, it's tough, uh, that that Catholic faith. Yeah, that Catholic stuff. It reminds me a lot of Islam. It must be very traumatizing to you guys. (laughs) I'm sorry. I almost didn't become a police officer because of my Catholic faith. Yeah. yeah every time. Yeah. It's been, it was tough. I almost didn't pass. <laughs> this is a crazy thing. Huh? That, that it just makes you, um, it makes life difficult. Uh, it makes it hard. Uh, some of the things that you're put through. Yeah. I met this girl at church today and I uh, was serving on the um, new believers ministry and, I asked her just, you know, like, what's your journey? Where, how'd you get here? And she's like, I, I grew up Catholic and I went through confirmation and is it cataclysm? Uh, Kate would know. Catechism. Catechism. Yeah. And she said, she just looked traumatized just talking about it. She's like, I just, I walked away, like just overwhelmed. And I'm like, I hear you. I mean, yeah. I was a Muslim, so I, I hear you when you talk about like the rituals, the obsession with the rituals, you know? Uh, so it's really damaging. It's really damaging to people, uh, in their journey. And I told her, and I just keep reiterating to her, this is about a relationship with, with your Lord, Jesus Christ. I'm like, you don't have to come to church. You should, you know, I was like whispering. I was like, you should come to church because something God recommends, but it has nothing to do with you meeting Jesus. So. I bet you have a Pope that's changing changing the, the rules yeah <laughs> this is going crazy one last thing kate says he is the light to insult others religions is just rude and comes from pride people are drawn to the light amen Absolutely. yes indeed 
Thank you, Kyle, for again, before you go to bed, if you haven't gone to bed already, thank you for joining us and really appreciate your comments that, um, that cause us to, to have a conversation with somebody like you. It's, it's amazing. Yay. We really do appreciate that. Chris says. Religion turns so many hearts hard. Oh, so yeah. true. You know, it's funny. I was sharing something today. Close the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, is this this one last thing? Is that um, I, I was talking about? Oh my god! How can I say it? I'm going to say somebody in the life of me and my daughter. Okay. Who was a Christian, but because of how she acted, chased my daughter away from Christianity, and it's going to be a long time before I can get my daughter to join us in church because of the damage that was done by a Christian. And so we got to be careful and, uh, and not use the faith as a weapon. Oh, was being yeah. used. That's how it was being used. I'm listening to this great blended family podcast. Uh, and the ladies, the stepmoms, it's all about like coping with being a stepmom. And one of the ladies was like it, I had to learn to shift to realizing I'm not the goal of my relationship with them is not for them to call me mom at the end of it. It's for them to see Jesus in me Oh wow! by the end of it, that they, when they look at me, they see Jesus, not that at the end they say, wow, hi, mom. They're like they have a mom. Like, so it completely they had to completely alter. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That's pretty awesome. They had to completely alter because that changes your attitude towards service. Yep. It, it changes your attitude towards whether you're appreciated or liked or respected. You're just like, it's all about my witness. This relationship is about my witness to them. You know what I mean? As opposed to winning a popularity contest. Because at the end of the day, the stepmother is never the mother. And so unless, you know, they've lived their whole lives without a mother and the mother's passed away or something, you are never filling that role. So if you, it was because this one woman uh, was talking about how she had basically set herself up to be the intermediary between her husband and his ex. She demanded that all com communication went through her. And she thought at the end of it, she would feel like the mom, but of course never did. That didn't accomplish that. Uh, and she said it was a very, um, it was a transformative, <laughs> she said, literally that she was driving the Lord's like, pull over, pull over right now. <laughs> she said, literally, she got a command from Jesus to pull over. And he's like, you are never going to be mom at the end of this. Uh, your job is that they see me in you. Wow. That's awesome. So I thought I'd share that. That's great. For all you blended mommies out there. <laughs> that's a great story. All right. Should we tell people about the Edify app? Yes, we are part of the Christian Post podcast network called Edify. Edify is E-D-I-F-I dot A-P-P. E-D-I-F-I dot A-P-P. So if you would subscribe, download the, the app, we'd be very grateful. Yes. Oh, show. Yes. All right. Thank you, Hedy, for a wonderful discussion. Thank you, You're on Andy. Fire tonight. <laughs> Loved it. And thank you all that joined us. We really yeah, appreciate it very much. Uh, and our new friend from uh, from LinkedIn. Yes. That's and Ky awesome. Kyle in the CV. Kyle from uh, the, the Coachella Valley. Yes. We think <laughs> from Twitch, one of our favorite places. I love the people that watch from Twitch. It's awesome. All right, my friends. We love you guys.
God bless. Have a God great bless. night and a great afternoon there in Australia. Yeah. Take care. Good God day. Bless. Good day.